the KUAM Podcast Network is back and on demand, featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment. Available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe and listen now. The best candidate for the Guam legislature. There are plenty of thoughts on what kind of attributes this person can possess to sit with 14 others and run the legislative branch of the government of Guam. I won't speculate on who is running and that kind of stuff. Well, maybe I will. A legislative majority is at stake this year. Guam politics is again the focus on this edition of That's It, That's All. You are listening to That's It, That's All with Sean DiMatato. You are listening to That's It, That's All. I am Sean Gumatautau, the host of the podcast. That's It, That's All is brought to you by our friends at Get LLC. They are a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm that serves public and private sector organizations in the Western Pacific. Want to understand more about the best energy efficient upgrades for your respective job sites? You need help with writing a safety plan? How about some marketing advice? Well, you can find out the answers to these questions and so much more from Get LLC. You can find them on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. Check out their website for more information. Hello to those listeners in Kent, a county in Southeast England. That's it. That's all being listened to in 16 countries. So very cool. Also, greetings to those of you checking out the podcast in San Francisco, California, the great city by the bay. The listenership continues to grow with each and every episode to include those now listening in Spokane, Washington. Can't forget the listeners across my island home, especially those in the north, in Jigo. Half a day to you all. Thanks for having That's It, That's All along with you as you go from one end of Paradise Guam to the other. Remember to download the podcast for your next workout, road trip, or as you sit down in front of your desktop or laptop computers. Thank you to our friends at redcircle.com and pushing out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. That's It, That's All can also be found on the iHeartRadio app and on Pandora. The podcast is proud to be a part of the KUAM Podcast Network, an awesome collection of on-demand audio shows originating in Micronesia from the number one broadcast news and digital source of information in Guam and Micronesia. Like, subscribe, or follow us right now on your favorite podcast app. There is something that can be said for those men and women who served the Guam legislature over the years. The predecessor of the Guam Congress has surely come a long way from the days of advising Navy captains as more of an advisory board in the 1930s. By 1950 and the signing of Guam's Organic Act by then-President Harry Truman, things were bound to take an aspirational trajectory. The 21 men that made up the first Guam legislature captains of industry and giants of education, names that would later take higher office. Advising was still in play. Creating policy, though, was as important to the young experiment that was democracy. 
Fast forward 72 years, the body is reduced from 21 to 15 members. Women would be elected to the branch with women to even lead it. A diverse bunch of citizens from different backgrounds and political philosophies. Seven decades have passed and values seem to have changed a bit. It's not hard to discuss the demise of the original political parties that drove the membership that is now the members of the current legislature. The talk can take up other podcasts. Talking with Island Menumco recently, many of this podcaster has spoken with are looking at the Guam Congress building with a different lens and perspective. They wonder where the insightful debate and collegiality have gone in recent years. Many have stopped watching the work of the Guam legislature, as they have said that recent bodies have just seemed to have forgotten the mission of the branch. They're not seeing a check on the power of the executive. They are reducing the effectiveness of the judicial branch and their interpretation of the laws of Guam. They are not seeing representation of the things that matter most for their respective villages. Many my age see the Guam legislature as the single most unpopular of the three branches. Middle-aged Guam residents feel that current senators and even those over the past decade have forgotten what the role of the branch really is, statutorily included. Legislative resolutions, which were once significant policy statements of the day, have been replaced by annoying displays of fluff catering to the group or cause of the day. So far away from the real problems and challenges facing everyday Guam residents. Public hearings have become sideshows. The YouTube channel has driven so much crazy from current and recently retired lawmakers that have made the old Guam cable TV support of the branch look more distinguished with fruitful discourse. The interruptions caused by them all being introduced at public events just adds to the crazy too. There is not a single protocol guide in the country that says we have to call out lawmakers from a U.S. territory like they do now. Young people, those who have just turned 18, have no clue what our 15 current senators stand for or even know what they do. And now, I'm not saying that our island schools are not taking any time to talk up their role in a U.S. government or civics type class. The parents of these young people badger them into submission to vote, holding on to the kitchen table politics of the 1970s, 1980s, 1990s, and early 2000s. Our youngest of voters have no clue who they are voting for and what the candidates that they tick their, by their name even stand for. Are they voting for small or larger government? Are they supporting the protection of our island from foreign aggression or wanting the U.S. military to leave? Do these young people want to see their representatives that have their same social views or those views of many older Guam residents? Well, I can say this. To me, the branch seems broken. Lawmakers over the past decade of, have, have effectively turn the actions in and around the Guam Congress building into something that the first members of the legislature are probably cringing from their graves. Proud Americans, proud representatives of their villages, proud Guam citizens. Has time and the experiment of democracy brought us to this unique juncture in our island's history? Well, 
advice has been replaced with knowing more than the professional men and women called to serve in those executive and judicial branches. We have smart folks in Guam's legislature. Yes, we do. But pretty sure that they don't have the same experiences running the other parts of the government, at least the years doing a job day in and day out. Some said making it a smaller group of lawmakers would make things better, more efficient. Just not happening with lame oversight hearings, lukewarm budget deliberations, and incendiary appointment proceedings. Our community needs to remember where this particular branch has come from and where it is headed. A continuation of the same will surely spell more bad policy in the near term. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. On January 24, 2022, The Pacific Daily News reported that 16 individuals picked up packets to make a bid for the 37th Guam legislature. This number included three incumbents, two of them throwing their hat in at least one other race. 13 other men and women are looking to fill the 15 seats. But it is early. There are some Republicans. There are some Democrats. Heck, even a pair of undecided types. Are they not independents? Soul-searching needs to be done. I have to wonder if any of these folks are those folks that ran in the last cycle, read the Ann Bowdry book entitled Winning Local and State Elections, The Guide to Organizing Your Campaign. I read it back in 2016. I have gone back to it time and time again since. Have these 16 folks in recent weeks and those considering a run touched it? The Boundary Book is not an end-all, be-all to run for public office, but it is insightful. Does it present the reader with what makes a good candidate for public office? You need to read it to find out. So what makes a good candidate for the Guam legislature? Let me offer up a couple of things from my perspective. First, some very practical pieces of advice that were shared with me by more than one elected official. Now, these pieces of advice should weed out the potential candidate from those dead serious about the job, especially for the legislature. The advice could be helpful in other offices too. Just say it. Okay, first off, do you have the heart to serve the people of Guam? Not a complicated question, but a reasonable one. Public service is just not that easy. In the crazy that was last year's uprising on Capitol Hill, former California governor and actor Arnold Schwarzenegger told the Washington, D.C.-based government executive, quote, we need public servants who serve something larger than their own power or their own party. We need public servants who will serve higher ideals, the ideals on which this country was founded and the ideals that other countries look up to. Close quote. No, I did not get this particular bit of advice from the governor. 
just trying to frame it a bit. It is about heart, knowing that you will give everything you can to serve others and not yourself. Take a different tack here and you will probably get elected and get the state funeral you always wanted. Heart is doing the right thing for every member of our island society. Candidates who cannot see this clearly are doing this work for the wrong reasons. Heart is something that you cannot teach. Heart is an experience that is greater than yourself. Next, and closely related, is the right frame of mind or thoughts to serve. Pointing to your chest, then your head in succession, is the best way to describe this for all of you podcast listeners. The amount of brain power needed will be significant. I am not saying that only smart people get into public office. I surely am not saying that. Thinking, the right frame of mind, quality policymaking is needed at this critical time in our island's history. Not just your noodle, but the brain power of the people you will bring together to assist in this great public service. That is the staff and people that are around you. Also, working with the other members of the branch, hoping that they are on the same page. Thinking is experience. Can you bring your experience into play in this branch? Surely you can. The right heart and right mind will see a victory in the polls. Now wait, did I say that? It doesn't hurt to have the winning attitude. So, heart and mind. Okay, makes some sense. This is two pieces of advice. Well, really, it's just one with two important elements. So then the second, more of a visualization, if you will. The rigors of lawmakers will not be without detractors. There are plenty in the peanut gallery that will be less friendly than those in your party pocket meeting or on a talk show or two or three or podcast and the like. The second is the idea of what the legislature is, a big glass house, one where you would live for, say, two years. That glass house with you in it and folks who don't care for your politics, personality, or attitude will constantly throw rocks at your house. Will it break? Well, that depends. This visualization speaks to the good and bad that you will hear and experience in the role of being an elected official, a lawmaker, if you will. It isn't enough that you feel good about the people who voted your ass into office. Remember, they can vote your ass right out too. These tidbits can be taken for what they are, but covering elections for nearly three decades, been involved in them three or four times in small and big races, I come to this with a bit of experience, especially as part of this island's number one contact sport. If you think that these bits may be a bit challenging to take on or you feel you have it down pat, the next bits will surely be needed to be taken seriously or your campaign for island lawmaker could fall way short. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. 
Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. Policy. That is the central role of helping contribute to this important branch of government. The creation of policy that touches every part of the life that we live in as part of this U.S. territory. From A to Z. From absentee voting to youth violence. Okay, not quite A to Z, A to Y. If you have a Z, let me know on my social media pages. But it is the creation of policy and the understanding of them that is critical. Run for office to get a fat salary, that's not going to work. Run for office to get a cool parking spot, run and win, and you just get the state funeral. The creation of policy must start with a position on every single issue of the day. When I hear candidates who answer local media questions on any one of the issues of the day with a, quote, I need to do more research or I need to better understand the issues, I literally try to find out their names and I won't vote for them. A vote for a policymaker is valuable. Being unable to answer a question of policy or creating a policy position is just poor decision-making, meaning don't run for senator if you cannot articulate a policy position. The leadership of both the Democratic and Republican parties of Guam and the National Party apparatus, I am sure, are very concerned by this, and they should. These could be representatives of political views that reflect parts of our society that are looking for a voice a voice to shape policy that helps people. People don't vote for views all the time. They vote for other people who represent their values, concerns, and positions on many a different matter that could impact their respective lives. Ask a potential senator where they sit on funding your favorite village project. Inquire where they sit on the future political status of Guam. Take a moment and ask that candidate why we should vote for them when there are 15 others who could share a vision for Guam that may in fact match yours. It is not easy. Taking a position on the issues of the day. Where do you stand on workplace drug testing? Are you for or against the support of policy to protect the future of our island's power plants? Can you offer a policy that addresses shortcomings in our emergency response system. These are just some of the many, and I mean many, issues that a position or policy consideration can come from. A to Z, I'm sorry, A to Y, or Y to A, however you slice it. We almost have to go back to our high school civics classes for more insight. What is the role of the legislative branch? What is your elevator speech response going to be, future senator? Well, what is the answer to the questions from my friends from the KOM Podcast Network when they come calling to you? Well, there is no question that a command of the basic role, as laid out in the Organic Act, is helpful. The 72-year-old document is not a hard read, but reading it from front to back, if you will, is needed. Many in the seats today have forgotten what the Organic Act lays out as the role of the branch, importantly, what it is not, what the executive and judicial branches do. My observation 
over nearly three decades is that folks are forgetting their roles in all three branches. It's better to stick to one and understand and appreciate what it does. The policymaking arm of our government serves an important function, a check, keeping all of government in balance. Co-equal? Where have we heard this? Well, this is not a bunch of words to spew off to show your command of the role. It is an important value of our democratic republic. Equal with one another. The word has been around for at least six centuries. Now, our people are entitled through their elected representatives, meaning our senators, to make the laws where we live. Before I get too carried away and too far gone, don't forget, you elected official wannabes, where does your family fall in all of this? Your significant other, your kids, are they supportive? Will they vote or help you get out the vote? Important questions to ponder. Also, be accessible. Now, this is not a joke. I have watched some candidates for office not make the push for folks to vote for them as there was something on TV that was more important. If you are shy, then this gig is not for you. You have to ask for a vote. You have to ask for money. This game is not cheap, and paying for it yourself comes at a heavy price. People may give, but what do you think they'll want in return? Is the vote more important than the dollar bill? That's up to you to decide. The best candidate is out there. I promise you, he or she is somewhere in Jigo or Mariso or areas in between. That person must aspire to serve in this important branch. Over the next 72 years, we will need plenty. That's it. That's all. If you enjoyed this podcast, download, press subscribe, or follow us right now. More great content is on the way. Talk to you soon. The That's It, That's All podcast is produced by Sean Gamatata. Executive producer is Trisha Gamatata. Hit the subscribe or follow button and leave a review. Thanks for listening. The KUAM Podcast Network is back and on demand. Featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment. Available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe and listen now.